roughly about the same from oh, roughly about the same from uh, Stockton as well. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, like right around that vicinity. Um, and have you basically been living there since um, basically since I seen you last? Yeah, so pretty much I ended up moving um, to Manteca um, once my daughter was born. So um, let's see, my daughter was born in 2015. I want to say that's roughly around the, la- around the last time that we seen each other pretty much. Um, but yeah, so I ended up moving to, um, I was in Brentwood for a little bit. And then I moved to Manteca and been there. Um, I've been here for, let's see, roughly about six years now. Dude, so, and that's how old your little girl is, right? Yeah, she turned seven in June. Wait, she turned seven? Yes, she turned seven in June. Wow, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, Like, I I remember when, um, when your lady at the time was pregnant. Yeah. Like that's crazy. That yeah, that's crazy. That's seven years ago. Yeah, dude. It's it's crazy for me when I say it because then I catch myself like, shit, man. I'm gonna have a seven year old. You know, like totally. Whoa, you know, like no, totally. It's like time's flying, flying for her, but I still feel the same. Like <laughs> yeah, right. Well, sick. Um, you were. I know you were like not managing the shop, but you were working the front of a shop in Sacramento when I, when we were both living there at the time too. What shop was that? And what were you doing? Were you just running the front? Yeah. So I was, I was pretty much just running the front. I was the, you know, shop dude. You came in, you would talk to me. Um, I'd help, you know, pick your brain a little bit and then shoot it over to the artist. They would come over, you know, sketch it up while they're doing that. I would, you know, set, set the artists up, break them down do all the sterilization, all the fun, fun stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was working, um, part-time at, uh, forever tattoo. Um, at the time they were downtown sack. Um, now they moved a little bit more closer to like midtown. Um, but that's actually, um, funny story, but that's where I met my daughter's mom. Um, she was doing the same thing. Um, when you and I met, that's roughly when she was, um, we just found out she was pregnant. So a lot of the times I was covering some of her shifts at the shop. And the reason that that ended up working out so smoothly is one of the guys at the shop, his name's Tim. He goes by, uh, Tim Pock, but, um, he, uh, I've known him since I was 18. That's how I first started working at a shop, getting tattooed by him over and over again. And uh, we're still friends to this day. I'm shit, and I'm about to be 36, you know? So uh, my daughter, ironically enough, is actually named after him because he's oh, the one who, awesome. yeah, he, he introduced me and my daughter's mother, and he ended up joking around saying, hey, if you, uh, if you guys ever have a kid, name it after me. And uh, <laughs> so needless to say, his last name is uh, Brooks, and uh, my daughter's name is Brooke. So we ended up liking the name and just stuck with it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, that's, so when we met, that's the shop that I was at. Um, I knew all those dudes from when Tim first left Chico and the shop we were working out at there. Um, He went to forever and sack and moved there. And then I would go there and hang out and get tattooed. And I knew, met the dudes there and, so everything just kind of just clicked. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, for any backstory, um, but yeah, and basically, Kenny, um, I, I haven't really promoted this to any socials, so it's really only just like the close friends who really listen yeah. to this. Um, but to anyone who's listening, uh, Kenny and I met when I was living in Sacramento. I had just turned 20. I wasn't even 21. I think it was 19 baby. or 20. <laughs> yeah, I was baby pee. Um, but yeah, I was living there. I was working at, uh, at the Arden fair mall. Uh, I was working at hot topic and GameStop, and, um, that's where we kind of crossed paths. I even, um, I even went in and checked out the shop though. I, I think this is maybe, I don't even know if I had my first tattoo at this point. 
Um, well, I actually had to have. I had to have because I got my first tattoo when I was 18. But um, I definitely, I came by uh, and we, and you came out and like you smoked a cigarette on a break or something. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> um, but I remember too, there was this, was it a burger spot across the street? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you went by the old location. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was, um, yeah, they just had burgers and fries. Like that was, what was it called? Was it. it was so, I, it, it, because they had the car show. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, I, I, it's going to drive me nuts because I've been thinking about it for weeks. I've been thinking about like, what is that place called? Because they had a veggie patty. Because I remember Zach, yeah. um, the homie Zach would always get the veggie patty. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's driving me. It's been driving me nuts. Um, but yeah, that's that's it's so you predo- you predominantly got tattooed by your homie. You said his name is Tim. Yes, by Tim. Yeah. Awesome. And so is that who you're mainly covered by? Because when we yeah. met, you were already head to toe. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So pretty much like, you know, I, it's funny because I, I get a lot of people that ask me, you know, like, hey, how much have you spent? Or, uh, you know, how long have you been getting? You know, like, sure. and I, I can never answer that. You know what I mean? It's always a difficult question to kind of answer. You know what I mean? But yeah. in regards to that, like, I, I, let's see, I was, went to Chico State and I, you know, I started working in the, the dorms there and I started getting a paycheck. So I was like, okay, cool. And went check out shops and that's how I stumbled across where Tim worked. And I eventually ended up working at, it was a uh, sacred art tattoo. It was like the oldest shop in Chico. Uh, I don't even think it's even around anymore, to be honest with you. Um, everyone kind of dispersed out, but I would go there and I would pretty much every two weeks I was in there getting tattooed by Tim. Um, and, you know, from getting tattooed, you know, you spend enough time around the people, you know, you end up finding similarities, things that you're like, Hey dude, you, you know, you're pretty cool. I like that. You know? And we ended up just hanging out and we would, you know, go get, you know, a bite to eat or go to the movies or, you know, everyone from the shop would hang out and they would invite me. And then, it turned into, hey, just come. And at the time, I was working in the dorms, and I couldn't have an outside job. That was part of my stipulation of working there. And it pretty much, he said, I know you can't have an outside job, but dude, like, I feel bad charging you, you know, this amount. Like, you're my buddy. You get cool tattoos. You know, you kind of let me do what, what I want. And uh, how about you come work at the shops for me on Saturdays and work? from i think it was like 10 10 to 5 or something and instead of paying you i'll give you an hour worth of free tattoos and nice trade yeah so i don't necessarily know if that's a good trade as far as work from 10 to 5 for an hour like but at the time you're like i'm sure i I look at it the same way yeah like i look at it like okay 100 bucks an hour you know what i mean like totally to me, it was more of like, I get to hang out at a place that I think is freaking cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, like, and I totally know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I could just spend hours just chilling in tattoo shops. You know what I mean? Like they're paying yeah. me to hang out at the, at this like club basically. Exactly. And on top of it, I'm going to get tattooed like, okay. So what we ended up doing, how Tim and I worked it was we, we waited for a month. So I worked four Saturdays for him. And then we spent four hours tattooing me and called it, called it a day pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty nice. And needless to say, that's pretty much how I paid for my, like my torso piece to get done. Cause we just broke it up into sessions like that. Obviously we do other little tattoos on each, you know, here and there, but for the most part, that's how I took care of my torso. But then I ended up starting to work for the shop as a whole, because at that time frame, it was just Tim by himself at the shop. Sure. So then I ended up starting doing it for everybody else. And then that's when it rolled into more of like the shop was paying me or all the other guys would be like, hey, let me tattoo you really quick. 
you know, like it's slow. You want a tattoo? You know, like, sure. so that's led to how I got so covered so fast. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's almost like you're getting paid to be a part of a club. It's like, taboo. Yeah. so it's, yeah. I can see how people could be like, what does that does not make sense. But I can totally see how that would make sense to me. Yeah. Well, and then you think about time frame alone, like this, this is going to date me a little bit, but you think I started college in 2005. So you jump back, you know, like what it's 2022. So what, 17 years ago, you know, yeah, Damn, make me feel old. Uh, right. Um, but yeah, no, you jump back 17 years ago and that's right when like Miami Inc was starting to become popular when yeah. LA Inc was starting to come out and it was starting to show like that whole aspect of, Hey, you know, people get tattooed for other reasons. They're not just criminals or gangsters. Should I say, you know what I mean? Like, or how it was once perceived, you know? So it was still like exactly like you were saying, like that, that club, like that taboo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I work at a tattoo shop, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. You it makes me like go, an outsider. Yeah. Like you wouldn't go out the street and go down a couple blocks and find another tattoo shop. Like it was at the time when I worked there, it was, I think there was only two tattoo shops in the city of Chico. So it was like a very limited amount of people that, you know, could say, Hey, I work at a tattoo shop. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I know exactly what you mean. Um, so tell me, did you like, how close were you to tattooing? I mean, like, that sounds like you're pretty damn close to like either starting an apprenticeship or someone offering you one, or that sounds like a path that you were like basically skating on. What? I mean, at least from what I'm from what I'm hearing. So is that something that you wanted to pursue or did you um, just kind of stay in the behind the scenes? Because I know for me right now, like I'm consistently drawing and things like that, but I'm still in the back of my head. I'm like, man, I have so much respect for tattooing that I don't necessarily know if that I'll ever like turn a gun on or, you know, turn a machine on like. And you know what, dude, like, I'm going to say something real quick. You just hit it not once, but twice on the head right there um, with the things you were saying. Cause like, first off, just the, the, the funny one, you said, you know, the gun and then you took yeah, it back I, and said machine. And yeah. that, but that's, that's the correct, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, like I'm going from deep, deep back in the old days, you know what I mean? At least for me, cause I worked with, I was always the youngest guy when I worked at the shop. You know what I mean? Like sure. everyone was always older. So I picked up on the little things, the little inside jokes or, you know what I mean? Like the little telltale signs, should I say, of people that are, you know, faking it to make it or, you know, that actually care about it. You know what I mean? Like, totally. so when, you know, you just going and switching and saying machine, I was like, Hey, there you go, man. You, you just, yeah yeah it's exactly it's like oh i need it you know i'm just like i i i hear it too i'm like oh shit like i i would hear that in conversation too i'm like it's not a it's not a gun it's a machine but i'm like but i still say i still screw up and say oh yeah like yeah yeah totally but like but and then on the other note of what what you were saying is that with the whole respect and the whole you know drawing and stuff like that like for me the way that I was ingrained from working at a tattoo shop, um, again, I started when I was 18. So I was not really knowing anything. I didn't really have any tattoos. Um, I, well, I had some, but I wasn't, they weren't, uh, should I say, the cool tattoos or like the, you know what I mean? Like it was just kind of like sporadic here and there, little tiny things. But I always came from that standpoint and it was ingrained in me of you. And you know what? It's not like that necessarily anymore. Um, but at the time frame of when I was working at a shop, it was you don't ask for an apprenticeship. They, totally. ask, they ask you. You know what I mean? Like, so 
I guess though you were in a situation though where I I assume that you would have been um immersed enough where it would have been a um it would have more or less been like approached to you or thrown at you. So I guess my my question could have been um was it ever like um like an opportunity that um was brought to you and if so would you have taken it? Let's see. So in regards to that um I think what kind of stands with that is I had a lot of there was a lot of moving moving pieces or should I say moving uh moving artists uh so I never really had that honed in like one artist you know what I mean like where they would take you under your wing to you know apprentice you you know the closest I had was Tim but at that time Tim was just now he was no longer the apprentice he was a full-time artist now you know what i mean so he kind of was like i wouldn't take an apprentice on you know what i mean no totally out of respect he's like yo i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take i just i just figured out what the fuck i'm doing yeah and i'm still learning i ain't gonna take somebody else and and you know what and i i respected that and i appreciated that um, but to further answer your question, I feel like if I was given the opportunity, then yeah, I probably would have taken it and ran with it. You know what I mean? Totally. So, but then that, you know, I look at it now as, you know, that would change a lot of course of my life. You know what I mean? Like, um, to what it is today, should I say, but. But if yeah, you don't no. have bad posture now. You would have, yeah, you would have. <laughs> I, I complain my back hurts now. Shit, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All day hunched over. But yeah, no, I feel like it was, yeah, like I, I never, like I said, I, I see it and I see, you know, thanks to, you know, technology and Instagram and all that fun stuff. But like I see these artists that are like heavy hitter artists, world renowned artists. You know, and then they're taking on, you know, an apprentice. And again, like, like I say, those heavy hitter artists, the world renowned artists, the respected, you know, they are rarely taking apprentices on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, you know, like, and I get it. I understand. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I don't know. I just see it like it's cool to see, I guess, some kind of traditions still staying alive i guess you know what i yeah. mean like, yeah most definitely to, to an extent you know what i mean like it it is crazy though to see it change and like i i was having a conversation with a buddy recently and he was he was saying you know it's 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 moved into less about um it's i forget what he said but he's, he's like it's less about like knowing how to tattoo but like in in at least traditional it's like <laughs> Uh, traditional is more of like a craft now, like because you can have such a like weird janky style that it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it can be in such like a niche, like traditional thing that like, oh, yeah. um, whereas like seven, ten years ago, it was like that was insanely looked down upon. Where I mean, it's still like like I said, taboo, um, and like. I think the traditional apprenticeship is like what is sought after. Um, but that's not always what people go for. And I, I think that's actually cool seeing it now and seeing people thrive in, in oh, off yeah. of like the, the iPad, like the iPad has exploded. For sure, dude. Like I, I know, you know, people just off the top of my head, you know, that I've worked with at different shops and stuff that um, say didn't go through that, proper pr- apprenticeship or and i i use the term proper loosely with that but um you know like they didn't go through that the old school should i say apprenticeship and they just stuck to drawing and they stuck to you know um you know ipad you know drawing on that and just fine tuning all their stuff to the point where then eventually they took it I've had, I know people that have taken it to shops and showed it and they're like, yeah, like, let's get you like, you know, do you have equipment? You know, let's try and get you in here. Let's fine tune some stuff. And then I've also known people that have just started tattooing themselves, 
and tattooing their friends and then bringing that work, the photos of that work to a shop and then just straight starting as an artist. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it, again, it, it is cool to see the progression of that because I know some people that have knocked it out of the park and I've known some people that it's like, yeah, maybe that's not what you should be doing. <laughs> but, totally. you know, like, but again, like, at least with the old school apprenticeships, like, I guess you wouldn't really know any of that at all because it wasn't really, you know, offered as widely as it is now, should I say, and accepted yeah. and accepted for that matter. The, the ability you have to post on Instagram is insane. Like now, uh, you could just be a flash artist. Like there's so many people on Instagram that just paint flash and don't tattoo. Oh yeah. And they have thriving pages. They sell flash. That's what they do for, they could do that for a living. They could. And it's like, you never even have to own a machine. You don't even have to attempt to get an apprenticeship. But now too, you like, you bring your 400 pages of flash that you've been doing to any shop. And you're like, yo, like, I feel like it's different now. You're like, I got, I got such a background um, where people will pick you up um, a lot easier now. But uh, oh, yeah. again, I don't, I don't know that for sure, but I would assume that that is what's going on, especially because well, now people, like, everyone has a tattoo now. Yeah, like, for the most part, yeah. Like, it's like, uh, randomly, I like reading statistics about stuff like that. I, I haven't pulled any up recently. But um, no, it's, it's interesting to see how widely it's you know become now and you know like you don't bat an eye at somebody that you know has a full sleeve of tattoos or anything like that you know like it's yeah it's, it's fairly common you know but mm -hmm. yeah like so what was the most um what was the most recent piece you got and by who all right let's see okay see that that's always the difficult like like you were saying that <laughs> you know like like I, I'm covered head to toe, and that sure. that is, and you know, I've I've got tattooed very fast in a short amount of time, and that has limited my space that I have left. Should I say? Yeah, yeah, and that's true. As uh, my my real estate, so your real estate exactly. So I kind of look at it as like I I see bigger spots now, and I'm like, okay, I want to do a big piece in there. So now I'm like not necessarily know what I want, but I know the placement. So like, I'll like save that spot. You know what I mean? Like, and then right. I, I've been working on getting like little, like little filler tattoos. You know what I mean? Like just little like gaps, gap fillers yeah. um, that aren't necessarily big ones, but it, it, it's always hard for me because I go to my buddies and I always feel bad getting these little baby ones from them when I, I want to get this big old, big old badass tattoo from them. You know what I mean? Cause I know that they can do it. You well, know, what like, else do you have left to fill? So, so like I have, like, I would say I'm probably about 80% covered as of right now. Um, I would say I have maybe about five or six, palm size maybe about softball size um spots on my body other than that it's like little baby spots you know what i mean yeah like, yes like where you would fill it in with like i don't know traditional like stars and dots or something like that um which i i haven't necessarily done but i've been finding little gaps to fill i but, like the little nugget tattoos though those yeah, little bangers like, those are like way more fun in my opinion and, to get a little yeah and and see and that and that's the thing i gotten so many of those that now it's like i got to figure out placement of bigger pieces to work around it you know what i mean like yeah so now that i realize how that's difficult i've been trying to save those big spots just to okay i have an idea of something there but i don't know what yet so leave that be you know what i mean like and, no, and when are you and gonna do I'm, the top of your head, dude? Okay, so to be honest with you, I know this is this is weird to say it because again, I'm eighty percent covered. I have my hands, knuckles, neck. Shit, I got a black heart on my face. You know what I mean? Like, 
but <laughs> for some reason, I will not do my head, and that okay. is just solely because I can never cover it up. I can't. I can't grow hair to cover it up. I'm bald. You know what I mean? Like, Holy. if I wanted to, I could not. And I know that sounds weird because, you know, if I put a long sleeve on, you're going to see my hands, you're going to see my knuckles, my neck, you know, things like that. But I don't know. I just feel like that is a big jump that I don't think I, I, I like to say that. I. It's a pretty vulnerable piece, bro. Yeah. I, like it's a pretty, you're right. I didn't think about that. Like, you know especially like, for someone in like, if you can't grow hair there, I constantly wear a hat, but I have. A full head of hair like i have the choice to just sit constantly it's, covered exactly so like for me it would be either i'm wearing a hat or a beanie 24 7 you know what i mean like sure you know like obviously i wouldn't get something vulgar or you know like something that i hated but that's that's a big big jump you know like i remember when i got my hands tattooed it took me years before i knew like that's what i wanted on my hand because yeah. i knew it was that big of a jump you know, like, but, you know, like, but to further piggyback off of what you were saying earlier and asking me about my, like, most recent piece, I would say my most recent piece that I got was done by, um, his name's Dan, and he works at uh, Quarter Horse Tattoo in Stockton. And um, he did a gorilla head. Yeah. Hey. Uh, on my hip, like on my, I don't, it's, it's not even hip. So like when I say hip, you know, you usually think like, I don't know. I, I know, I guess it's mad to say it like this, but when, when the girls get the little tattoo on their, you know, their panty line, you know what like I mean? The, like, like that inner. Yeah. Like, like you, right. Yeah. There. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking. Yes. So yes. Mine's more of like further out and like on like the hip, like almost where you're like, you know, your leg meets up with your hip, you know what I okay. mean? Like, so it's, it pretty much just takes up that whole side area. And, um, yeah, it's a gorilla head. I, it's traditional, but, um, instead of color, we did just hard, heavy blacks and gray. Cause that kind of matches up what's on with my stomach. But then when you think black and grays, you think, um, you know, like that fine line, um, and I guess, you know, Cholo style, but this sure. is more of like traditional style. So the hard blacks, hard grays, you know what yeah. I mean? Not softness to it, but yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no, when I was talking about saving the other spot, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is I have, I'm super picky about things being symmetrical. Um, so it actually kills me that my other side of my hip is open, but that's one of those ones I have saved. I have the artist. I know what I want. It's just a matter of getting to him. <laughs> See, there's multiple factors too. There's getting to him. There's like being in the mood to get tattooed. And then it's like, Oh, I also have the funds. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, like, like, like not, not to, not to make it like a, a crazy, like turn like a little negative turn, but I actually, that artist that I'm talking about, I had the appointment made. I had the deposit down. It was at uh, the San Francisco convention, like right before COVID hit, like right before everything happened. And it was in October, like October of 2019. That's what it was. Um, and I had the appointment. I had everything good. And I had some BS personal stuff go down and I ended up having to um, cancel. Um, and I hit them up and I was very open with them and just kind of told them what was going on. And I told them, you know, I, you know, I just don't want to, I could come and get tattooed by you, but I don't want to forever associate that tattoo with that bad experience that happened prior to it. You know what I mean? Totally. Because, you know, it, it's crazy to think about this, but if, if you haven't thought about this, now you can think about it. But it's crazy <laughs> to think that you could look down at your tattoos that you have on you right now. At least I can, at least. Um, and you may not be able to say that you remember what year you got it, what month it was, 
but I guarantee you, you could probably look down and see the tattoo. Remember who did it. You can probably remember maybe what shop you were at and probably the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like, totally. Like, so I, I look at it like I just had this really bad, you know, night prior and, you know, like I, I don't want to have to ever have to think about that again. You know <laughs> yeah, I, mean? I like, want that to live on my skin. Yeah. Especially with this bitching ass tattoo I'm about to get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so needless to say, I, I ended up canceling with him and that spot is still forever open, but that spot is still, I, I know who I want it done and I know what I want. So it'll stay open until that time happens to arise, you know? Like, yeah, most definitely. In my situation, I have a lot from, like you said in the beginning, like your your buddy Tim, most of my stuff is done by my, my friend Nick, and um, a little from, or most of my leg is done from uh, my buddy Luke, and then I recently just started collecting outside of those two people, um, uh, which has been awesome. Like, I've really enjoyed both of the pieces, but just recently, like, I've been going back to Nick to fill in pieces on the right side of my arm because we just have that relationship and he knows that like vibe and aesthetic and the, and he's, he's super um, knowledgeable with um, all of the old traditional stuff. So if I have a design that I've been looking at or I talk about, he like immediately knows what I'm talking about. Like it's, whereas like if I'm talking to someone else at a different shop, I'm like, well, I'm thinking about this design and they don't really, um, you know, I, I think it's just like it can come down to like Instagram feeds, you know, yeah, like, like like if it's not around the same shit that I'm like, you know, like he's not seeing it um, where. Um, yeah, it's 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 nice having someone that's. Um, feels like pretty associated with like everything that you're um, getting done. Yeah, no, like totally like uh, now that I, I ended up having to pull up my. Uh, my Instagram, uh, but yeah, no, uh, your buddy, uh, your buddy Nick, yeah, like I, I follow him on Instagram as well. I remember seeing you post, you know, at least you were, sent me your tattoos that he did on you, and I was like, damn, hell yeah, that's fucking rad. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I understand how it is to like collect. Like, I remember I used to I, when I first started getting tattooed by Tim, I, I didn't want to go anywhere else. I felt like. You know, like he knows what I want. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, like when I, like I told you earlier about like my torso. Um, on my torso, I have like a big old crow and like some like uh, two six shooters and you know some roses. And I, all I told Tim was, you know what I like? I want you know this this crow. I want some guns, some roses, and uh, yeah. And he ended up sketching it up. And the first time that I saw the drawing that was going to be on my torso um, was when he was placing the stencil on me. Like, I didn't even have to look at it beforehand. I told him, I said, I trust you, dude. Like, you're not going to put anything dumb on me. You know what I mean? You know what I like. Like, we're good to go, you know? But I, I do know what you mean about the whole, like, going around and, like, you you talk to some people and you know they're it's just not not clicking like what what you see in your head and what they see it's just not not the same you know what i mean yes but like my next well my next question was kind of gonna be like i know that the traditional style has always been kind of in style um i feel like it's definitely picked up since this like we said earlier since this ipad age um has kind of kicked in, um, at least in my opinion, since the whole Instagram thing, I feel like, um, in my eyes, traditional has made like almost a resurgence. Um, do you feel like, how do you feel like you picked the style? Like, I know, um, you know, you were already covered with traditional and I know that you probably have a a couple different styles on you if I'm correct, but um, predominantly traditional. Um, yeah. Like you have the huge uh, rock of ages on your back. Is that right? Yes. yes. That See, was... Stuff like that. Like that's, that's just like so classic. Um, and I'm like, damn, how did you, how did you commit to the style? Was it? Um, so, yeah. I, I feel like 
definitely at the time when I was first starting to get tattooed, um, I started to realize like the different styles, should I say, you know what I mean? Like, and I want to say like, to me, like traditional is just what caught my eye. You know what I mean? Like I, and I, at the time I didn't know any better. And I would look at, you know, say traditional Japanese tattoos or, and just be like, yeah, no, I don't like that. You know what I mean? And, but as I got older and as I got more knowledgeable, it wasn't that it wasn't a good tattoo. I just personally, that wasn't the style that I, I went towards, you know what I mean? Like, and, and you, you are correct. I do have multiple styles on me. Like I have, um, I, it's funny that I use that, you know, reference just a minute ago, but I actually don't have any traditional Japanese tattoos on me. Um, but, and that's not because I don't like the style. I have seen some ones that I'm like, Oh dude, I would totally get that. But, um, it never ends up rolling around to getting it. But um, for the most part, I am covered in traditional um, American traditional. Uh, but I do have spits of, uh, you know, black and gray, like um, fine line, like Cholo style. Um, yeah, I like that. I like and, that style. And you know what? I, I do too. And like, it's funny because I'm, I'm, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking around my apartment. I, I have a wall. It's all just, black and gray cholo style artwork and uh ironically enough it's it's done by dudes that also do american traditional stuff a lot um and i've been gravitating towards that more now that i've been trying to figure out like gap fillers you know what i mean like totally there's there's an artist in san francisco um and i've bought multiple pieces of art from him and uh he was at some other shop i don't remember where it was and then he ended up moving to san francisco so it's more in the realm of i can actually get tattooed by him um and i just love his his style and it's that that black and gray and um i'm eventually i know i've been in correspondence with him on instagram um but I know eventually once I get that, that piece on my other hip, cause that will tie in the rest of my torso, um, that I eventually want to make an appointment with him to just take a look at my torso, see the little open skin gaps that I got and, um, just design something, you know what I mean? Like, and love that. because I, I love his, the, the soft, black and gray to it and how it heals up soft and um when it's done right it's done right you know what i mean like and with at least in my head with what i already have with the hard blacks and grays on my stomach like that soft will add some like you know a little dimension to it and add more little i don't know cooler gap fillers than say just you know stars and dots or um just regular skin should i say you know what i mean like yeah i've always uh you know i've only gotten one style um tattooed and i'm the more you know when i first started with traditional i was kind of gatekeepy or like biased i was like oh i don't necessarily like like you said almost in the beginning i don't know if we were even recording but uh it's not that those tattoos are bad it's like those are that's like those are good tattoos, but it's just not yeah. something that I would. That's not something I would get. Yeah, um, like, but like changing that perspective. Yeah, like- changing that perspective of like, no, that's still like insane. Like you can't yeah. you can't get a get around that that's super insane. I think that I really want to um, experiment though, like maybe on my on my legs um, with getting like a realism piece or you know nothing nothing huge, but like playing around with different stuff, seeing what a different liner feels like, seeing what that shading feels like, seeing what, like how you were saying, like those grays um, and like how they heal out. Like I've only gotten just either color or black just packed in. I've never gotten a, like you said, like that, uh, like Chicano look, um, that solo look where, yeah, no, totally, which is still super bold. um, And, but like insanely like uh, intricate still. Oh yeah, totally, dude. Like, yeah, I, I, 
between that and like portraits and stuff like hats off to all those dudes you know what i mean like because i've seen stencils applied i've seen um whether it was on me or i do have like two little mini like black and gray portraits but um whether it was on me other customers or anything like that even with the you know the black and gray stuff like once uh, let me backpedal the portraits the stencils how it's laid out for them to I've understand i've seen i've seen that yeah like it's it's ins- it doesn't look anything like what the tattoo would be like it looks blotchy i've looked at it before and i'm like uh uh do i do i want to do this <laughs> like <laughs> cuz that yeah. doesn't look like who the hell and but then the final piece is amazing and that's like with you know the black and gray like it always comes out it looks very dark at the time um like the the shading it looks a lot darker and then when it heals out it's that soft smooth um almost it's like i i hate using the term like lived in look um especially when it comes to like tattoos because you think lived in you think faded you know what i mean yeah, but like yeah. it's not it's not it just it looks like it was always there you know what i mean like yeah like yep. then that's that's cool to me you know i like that you know like it's it's definitely different and all the processes are different for sure and it's it's definitely scary making that that leap you know what i mean like jumping different styles that you like because that always leaves the whole that what if what if i don't like it you know what i mean like now i now i have this big old piece that i don't really like you know right um so you went to school in chico were you where were you born and raised was it around chico okay so i'm actually i'm from the east bay area like about as far east as you possibly can go. But um, I'm from uh, Antioch. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. but Not really. But, okay, I mean, uh, it's California, right? Yeah, it's like, um, let's see. I'm trying to bounce it around a little bit. It's about um, Antioch. It's about, like, say, 30 minutes from, like, Walnut Creek, Concord, Pleasant okay. Hill area. I know you know Pleasant Hill from uh, Story So Far. Sorry. Or Walnut, <laughs> you mean Walnut Creek? Walnut Creek. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, you were right, there. You're right there. No, you were. You knew it. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I yeah. was like, "Is he going to say story so far?" Yeah. Have you Have you listened to uh, what was it? That Proper Dose album. Uh, is that uh their most recent album? The most recent one. Yeah, like I I have. I I thought they took like um a different little turn with it, but yeah. I I appreciated it. I feel like I have to be in certain moods when it yeah. comes to the different albums you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. but yeah no so like walnut creek pleasant hill concord pacheco those are all you go two blocks and now you're in the other city you know what i mean like they're all right in that area but yeah no i'm from antioch um it is probably let's see i ain't even gonna attempt to try and geographic it doesn't doesn't but um but yeah no i'm from antioch i was um born in antioch i was pretty much raised with my like uh my grandmother it wasn't actually my grandmother but became my grandmother um but she she would watch me when my parents were at work so like a lot of the you know until late at night i would be in in pittsburgh but um yeah no i'm from antioch i went to high school out there um family lives in brentwood which is again a stone stone throw from well, there. see, I'm I'm familiar with Brentwood. Um, my sister's husband, so was my brother-in-law. I get so confused with shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's from Brentwood. Not okay. that I've ever been there, but I just know that he's from there. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Well, um, sweet. I'm, at, I'm out that way. Yeah, that's where I'm from. But cool. yeah. So, okay, um, next kind of topic then that I wanted to roll into is tell me about all this um, soccer hullabaloo. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's, your, what's your team? Okay, so. And, and like explain it to me because I've, I've never played soccer. I've never watched it. I mean, I, you don't have to explain the game, but like no, explain no, the like, hype. Like 
I, but, I, well, here, I'll, I'll just dive into it. No, I, I, it's, it's funny because the reason I laugh is because I could talk hours for soccer because, sure, sure. um, and the only reason that I do, I can is because so many people don't know it or don't know they they understand the concept of it you know you play when you're like four or five six years old bunch ball kick it around shoot it in a net you know what i mean like but i explain it to people like this like everyone else's american football like nfl or say you're not a football fan you're a baseball fan or a basketball fan whatever it may be right Mm -hmm. you're Super Bowl, your NBA playoffs, you know, the, you know, World Series, stuff like that. Like, I'm not into any of those sports. I'm into soccer. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, that's what I watch. So, for me, it's like talking to somebody that doesn't know it. It's like, oh man, like, I got so much information, you know, like, (laughs) but, um, yeah, no, I, I've played soccer since I was four years old. Um, my parents didn't really play it. Um, I think my mom played in like high school or something like that, but um, I was good at it. I liked it. Um, I ended up playing on a traveling team. And at that time, um, my coach, he was from England. Um, and all he watched was English Premier League. And that was the first time that I was introduced to watching soccer on TV. As okay, opposed English to- English Premier League is that like an NFL? Yes. So yeah, like um, I'm trying to explain. Like uh, I've been trying to explain it to one of my buddies that I work with uh, because he's big into NFL. So um, it's yeah, like there's different leagues all over the world. Like uh, La Liga, they have in you know Spain because a lot of people don't realize it, but soccer is actually the number one most watched and most loved sport in the world. It's yeah, I've always heard that. in the United States. Yeah, so, we're just, it's just not in front of me. Exactly. So it's like, you see all these sold out, you know, stands of arenas and stuff like that of to watch the shittiest team play. You know what I mean? But that's their totally. team. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, no. So they have the different leagues and um they have spanish leagues german leagues they have the united states league that's the mls the major league soccer um i personally don't watch it uh because each like country they all have a different style of play like um when you watch um are you like an nfl fan no, I really don't keep up with any sports any whatsoever. Sport. Okay, all right, cool. So that that works. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, 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 because no, because anytime I try and explain it, I always try and think of like putting totally. You you base it off of uh, what they like, like. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like so, like I don't know. Each team has their own like play. Like I guess for music, I'll use music, right? Like different musical styles. You know yeah. what I mean? Like each team plays differently. Like um, Spanish leagues, it's a lot of pass the ball around, do fancy footwork, like jukes, like, and like, you know what I mean? Fight the players out. Um, But at the same token, if they get any kind of little tap to them, they'll flop and fall down and be like, oh, you know, like I'm hurt. And then they're not hurt at all. They'll, you'll see those. compilations on and yeah so you you see that and a lot of times when people see that that's what they think all soccer is yeah do they do it sure uh but like what i watch the english premier league they play more of the style of how i play which is i'm going we'll go for the ball and we will hit each other we'll we'll shoulder charge that's not you know, against the rules, as long as you kind of get the ball first, you know what I mean? Like, um, but we'll, we'll hit each other and we'll hit each other hard, but it'll be clean. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a foul or anything like that, but like expect to get hit hard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, So, yeah. So like English premier league, that's how kind of how they play. And um, at the time, uh, I don't. Even, I can't remember if they're even good or not. But the team that I was drawn to, and that is my diehard team to this day, is uh, Manchester United. Um, they are nicknamed the Red Devils, and I thought that was pretty cool <laughs> too. Um, 
I even have a uh, devil pitchfork tattooed on my thumb with some like red rays shooting off of it. And that's my little Manchester United tattoo. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's my team ride or die. Like you see those people that, you know, the, the Raider nation, like for football and stuff yeah. don't matter if they lose, they're still repping their team, you know, like that's, that's me. Um, I don't even think I, if I had to think about it, I don't even think that I have yet to see Manchester United come in first in the premier league since I've been watching soccer. Oh man. But when they do, uh, it's going to go bonkers. Yeah. Like, like, so like the way that the, the way that the different leagues work is, um, you know, you, you play your games, um, at least, uh, for premier league, they play each team in the league. There's 20 teams. They play each team twice, once home, once away. Um, obviously not back to back, but, um, throughout the season. And, uh, they, if they win, they get three points. If they tie, cause in soccer, you can tie, um, and end it on a tie, whether it's a zero, zero, one to one, whatever it may be. Um, they get one point for a tie and they get nothing for if they lose. And, um, it's just a points game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've seen teams take first place and they, um, they had lost maybe like two or three games. Um, but all the other ones, they either won or they tied and they came in first and the team that came in second never lost a game. <laughs> They've either won or tied. Yeah. They never lost, not even to the first place team. So you would think they yeah. would be first, but that's not how the cookie crumbled. Like mm. it, which is crazy to think like it comes down to stuff like that. But well, I don't even understand how the U.S. like in like the NBA or the NFL. It's like the I don't even know what the teams are, but like the Rams aren't in the same category as I don't know um, the Packers. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like the like, different uh, the, the different divisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And I'm like, I don't understand that shit. I don't oh, know like, who can yeah, play who. Exactly. So like, like okay, so going back into the soccer really quick, but the different divisions are like the different leagues, like English premier league or like the Spanish league. Think of it like that. Right. Okay. At least breaking it down that way, that ways the top four teams. This is the, this is cool. Cause I like I'm nerdy about this, but the top four teams um, at the end of the season, they move on to another thing and it's called the champions league. And that's where the top four teams from each league all over the world are now thrown in this competition. That's and, pretty sick. And they will play each other. And like, so you'll have Manchester United, my team from, um, they're currently in it right now. Um, and they'll play a team from say Sweden or a team from Germany. You know what I mean? Like, and they may never have ever played each other ever in the history. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's, it's cool to see that because now you see the different play styles and they're now playing against each other. And you're like, Whoa, it's, you see, it's almost like night and day with different um, continents and how they play. Should I say? Um, but yeah, yeah. it's gotta be polarizing throwing a yeah. team that can play pretty aggressively like English Premier League and then throwing like the Spanish league in there. You're like, well, are they gonna play for real or do we play like them? Like Yeah, like it's gotta be polarizing. It, it is a it is like a head game, you know what I mean? Like or like that whole big fish little pond kind of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so um but yeah, no, like so I follow all that stuff and um, it's like, it's funny because it's all again, uh, we said it a bunch, but um, it's English premier league is what I mainly watch. So England is actually ahead. I want to say like 18 hours on us. I think that's what it is or something like that. Um, usually I can. Oh, so you got to watch your games. Uh huh. So like, Oh, there we go. 
So looking on my world clock on my phone, it says London is tomorrow plus eight hours ahead. So it is actually 1224 AM over there. So for me to watch the games live, these games are starting. Like if I just pull up right now, like for instance, um, let's see, these games start at like, if I say on Saturday, if I wanted to turn on and watch all the games, if I could, right? <laughs> Even yeah. though I work. But the games start at, let's see, 4.30 in the morning, 7 in the morning. Um, and the latest that one comes on is 9.30 in the morning. So <laughs> um, needless to say, that's a lot of waking up early to watch soccer. You know what I mean? Like totally. For them, it's like the afternoon. You know what I mean? Almost like 5, 6 o'clock over there. So... Um, but yeah, no, like I, I watch all that. I pay attention to it. And like, it, it's, yeah, it's, oh shit, man. It's crazy. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad I got to like get a little scratch into what that is. I mean, yeah, I just like, mainly saw like you getting so hype over it. I'm like, dude, that's sick. I, I don't yeah, have like, anything that I get so, so hyped on like that. So I was, uh, I was just curious. So I was like, what's, what's all the, the hype about? So that's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, so like um right, not to drag that on a little bit more, but uh now that you were saying the hype, I, I definitely know in regards to what that was. Um, but uh they just recently had uh, it was the European Cup. Um and that's all European international teams. So that's like England, Spain, Italy, you know what I mean? Like the national national teams because world world cup is actually starting this year. Um, so that's happens once every four years. Oh, okay. So that is like the hoopla. Like that's like, got the, it. That's the super bowl, the, you know, world series. Like this is where it's it, so, like, for instance, like, mine is English Premier League that I watch. Manchester United, we have players that are from Spain, Sweden, England, uh, Brazil, Portugal, stuff like that. So, when it comes time for, as they refer to it as international duty, um, they go to their respective countries. So, I can watch England and they'll play, say, Portugal or something like that. And I see players from Manchester United over there. I see man, this team. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, oh, a, like, okay. almost, like a like an all-star game. Like you get called yeah. up, you know, like not everyone makes it, you know, like yeah. so you're representing your country. So like it's it's crazy. You know what That's I mean? That's pretty like, cool though. That's pretty sick though. Yeah. And so like my when it comes international time, I root for England. That's all I know. Um, I personally don't think the United States men's team is very good. Um, so I stick with what I know and what I like. So yeah. I root for England. And um, let's just say England has not won a major tournament in, since, let's see, in early, I want to say 19. Yeah, oh, I'm going to be. 1965 or 1956. Oh, so it's been, yes, it's been a long time. It's been way over 50 years. Um, and they made it to the Euro was, I want to say it was 2020, but it happened in 2021 because of COVID. Um, so it was last year. Um, England made it all the way to the finals, the very championship. That's the first time that they made it to the finals since that, say, 1965-1956, um, where they won. Um, but they, that's the first time they've even made it that far since then. And um, so, uh, soccer, it's 90 minutes to 45-minute halves, right? When it comes to a championship game like this, there has to be a winner, um, there is, no, there is no tie. So in that situation, after 90 minutes, if they're tied, which at that time they were tied one-to-one, um, they play an additional 30 minutes, broken into 15-minute halves. So altogether, they ended up playing 120 minutes. Um, 
in soccer, just like a lot of the other sports, if you get substituted out, you can't come back into the game. So you're trying to keep your strong players on without getting them tired because what ended up happening is after 120 minutes, if they're still tied, they go into penalty kicks. Um, it's pretty much uh, a spot in the 18 yards out from the goal um, and the ball gets placed there. And Everyone lines up. Is that what I've seen? Yeah. And it's five <laughs> from each team and they take turns and they get a free shot on the, on the goalie. And it's a goalie. It's a, obviously a 50, 50 shot. You're either, it's, you're either going to the left, going to the right. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, they just take turns and it's best out of five. Whoever, you know, gets it moves on. And, um, we ended up going to penalty kicks and we lost it in penalty kicks. So no, that's gotta be such a defeating way to lose. Oh, oh yeah. Especially because you just went 120 minutes. Yeah. Entire, and, and it comes down to literally, you know, one shot on, you know, it's a lot of weight on, on the world or uh, weight of the world on players shoulders. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I not to dive into that, but one thing that ended up happening with that that made me want to stand out and make more noise about it was um, it ended up the the three three England players that ended up missing it or getting their shot blocked that quote unquote cost it for the team. Um, race got played into it, and um, it just turned really ugly with a lot of ugly people should i say that are out in the world and um so a lot of soccer fans were coming forward like hey that's not all of us you know what i mean like um hmm. you know what i mean like you, it, well, are you saying that it got like political like no like, like okay so like it the the three the three guys that missed it were you know they were black you know what i mean and and oh, play, okay. and fans started turning into i don't even like saying fans because that's not what you would do but they started making it racial you know making racial comments you cost it for us you know like yeah like what the fuck that kind of shit and people were like whoa like no you know what i mean like that's not hey they made it this far you know what i mean like they they fucking gave it their all you know what i mean like yeah that's trash. Yeah, it really is. And in any sport, that's trash. You yeah, know, that, I mean? exactly. But, that's just trash. But, and the other thing that was kicker behind that was that uh, it was, these are all, they're young. They're young. Like the three I'm talking about were 18, 19, and 20. Um, they out in a lot of places, they are, born into soccer and they start at a young age of you know six and they join academies to become professional soccer players and a lot of teams will want younger players so they can build their team with them you know what i mean like i know i got this player for another five years because they're only 20 you know what i mean like and it was kind of like these are our young stars that can and maybe will lead our team to victory and just because of one loss you guys are cutting them down you know what yeah, i mean like, exactly like, like these are not... these are going to be the future of the team yeah, when all the old like, heads drop mm -hmm. like you're supposed to be there to you know rally the troops back up like no we we got it you know like because like i said that was 2021 for the euro cup and now here we are rolling into the world cup and it's like you know, we already faced a, a handful of those teams and we beat them. Like, I want to yeah. say we only lost like two games out of that whole entire competition of like, I think like 20 or 20 games or something like that. So it's kind of like, don't get back. Got to count team. your wins. Like, got to yeah, count your like, wins and, and, you know, sort your losses in that. Yeah, totally. Yo, well, um, we are a little over an hour. Not that yeah. there's a time limit on this, but um, yeah, bro. Thanks for uh, just coming in and chatting. I appreciate yeah. it. You'll be, um, you'll be officially episode one. We had, yeah. episode, we, we had episode zero. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I can send you that, but um, yeah, I'll send you the link to everything. Hell yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and I'll keep you posted if like more people come in here. But uh, I, I think this is fun because I really like chatting tattoos, and it's just good to catch up with friends. So thanks yeah, so much totally, for uh, making a Discord and just hanging out for a bit. That was awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Like seriously, like no, it was it was nice. Yeah, just shooting the shit with an old friend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to go for. You know, yeah, nothing, no, I like it. Nothing serious, but um, I figure that's. It's also just a cool way to document like conversation and like I think that's really cool. Even going just to touch on the tattoo thing, like I think documenting is really cool, and I think that having just recorded conversations of homies is like almost gold in 20 years you know like in 20 years you're gonna be like dude this is fucking sick yeah no i i agree with you dude like because you think just alone from you know when you were saying that documenting i think how many photos i take of my daughter you know what i mean like my phone is covered in just photos of my daughter because i want to document it you know like because it, you know it's fleeting you ain't gonna get it back you know what i mean like so it's like and again the progression because now you have the audio now you have the the facetime you know what i mean like the you know screen records and you know what i mean discord you know like things yeah. like that that you know didn't necessarily exist back when say you and i first met you know what i mean like it's so easy now yeah dude it's hella easy <laughs> yeah Awesome, man. Well, um, I'm going to end this, but um, yeah, appreciate you. No, I appreciate you too, man. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Later, y'all. All All right. Later. I'm going to end. Boom.